listening to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, where women who are ready to expand their life adventure discover the tools to stop playing small and tap into the courage required to enjoy their Second Wind. Welcome. Welcome to Second Wind today. This is going to be a fun show. Now, we're going to learn about the transitions from pain into happiness through our guest, who is going, who is our honoree today. But I want to tell you about something that I have going, and that is that I'm going to host a virtual happy hour on, um, let's see, on September the 16th, and I'm going to be giving you the, the connectors for you to be there with me, and we're just going to talk about an upcoming gathering that I have. Now, the, the little virtual um, happy hour is totally free. It's just so that you can visit with me, ask me questions, because I am doing a two-part session on values for the next two Wednesdays following. I would love for you to be there, but maybe you don't know why somebody would want to know their values. Well, we're going to get that explained to you. And also, hopefully, you will be moved to want to know your values and how to incorporate those into your life. So I'm going to put those call letters out to you in a few minutes as my VA is sending those to me uh, as we speak. So anyway, I want to share with you something that our guest is passionate about. But first, I want to tell you about Julia Schneider. Julia is a holistic health and life transformational coach. She helps to people to find happiness and to uplift their well-being. She uses the great outdoors to reconnect with nature. And you know that when you're in nature, you are truly down to the basics of who you are. Somehow the nature has a way of calling us back home because that's where we started. Clients are empowered to tap into their highest natural flow of life itself. She does this through walks through nature. She does this by explaining and, and discussing the powers of human nature. Julia has a degree in kinesiology and a health sciences, is a certified holistic health and lifestyle coach, a feminine power coach and leader and a seasoned wellness entrepreneur working with changemakers, entrepreneurs, and visionaries and innovators. Julia, Julia offers transformational coaching programs, women's circles, masterminds, workshops, intuitive travel experiences, and retreats for groups and individuals internationally. 
Now, I love the fact that she loves to learn and that she also travels the world. I can't imagine how glorious a trip would be with Julia in the in the many forests all over the world. Mm. I want to sign up, Julia. <laughs> so You're welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just think it would be marvelous. Uh, it is. I, yeah. I once had the good fortune to go to the rainforest, and I was amazed at all that was available to us through the rainforest. I mean, actually humbled to know there was so much that the rainforest provides for us um, is for medicine and for so many things. So as I walk through your website, which is indeed a pleasure to walk through. Uh, I almost felt like I was having an experience and reconnecting with nature, just walking through, just looking at your website. Mm, I'm so happy to hear that. That's, that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> when <I> was <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you so connected to the, to the work of nature, to the, uh, and wanting to incorporate that into your coaching. Yeah, well, you know, the way it started is that I grew up in Russia, as you can probably tell by my accent. I have, uh, I still haven't shaken it off fully. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so the lifestyle in Russia is, um, is such that most people go into nature all the time. It's it's a very na- normal part of life, but, uh, oh. you know, pe- people, you know, they go foraging for mushrooms and berries. And I remember as a kid, we, uh, we used to go, we had bikes, you know, our, the entire mm-hmm. family likes to bike and mm-hmm. we'll take our bikes into the forest and go all the way because there were some secret forest lakes in there. Yes. And my parents yeah. knew about them. So we would go there and and just get together with other family. It was just such an amazing experience. And I have just wonderful memories from all of that. And then when we came to Canada and I started exploring, you know, career choices and all of that, uh, nature mm-hmm. always was at the top of my mind. But I would say that the turning point for me was um, I actually burnt out uh, about, 12 years ago, uh, four years into my uh, personal training career. That's, that's how I, uh-huh. you know, after university, I, I uh-huh. uh, started doing personal training and four years into it, I burnt out and I couldn't work anymore. And mm. I, well, you know, gradually, because I mean, nature, going into nature so so normal for me and so natural, I, I just started going more and more for walks and just nature immersions. And I, Notice mm-hmm. that I'm starting to get better, you know, like I was recovering my energy levels and my health. And, and as I progressed with doing that, I realized that, you know what, this is exactly what people need. People mm-hmm. are burnt out. People are stressed out and, mm-hmm. you know, typically pretty disconnected from nature because especially now, right? Like in today's world, technology yes. is taking over, right? And yes, so, yeah. I, uh, you know, one thing led to another, and I just combine it with my coaching. And so now we we just go into the forest, and people talk to me about their lifestyle concerns, and 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we just we just address all of that. Uh, and what I find is that when when we are in nature, everything becomes very clear. You know, it's mm-hmm. like the energy just gets very really harmonized, and we are able to access uh, a knowing within ourselves that we typically are not able to access in, in the day to day life. You know, like when yeah. we're busy. So yeah, yeah. It just um, it just works out really well. Well, I'm going to kind of pull on some of my experience from walking in the nature. And I don't know if it's that I just hadn't been in nature like that. And I'm I'm speaking of the rainforest, but it's actually any forest. Uh, when you're t- walking, when you're walking among trees and tall trees or just the thicket of things it just has a way of sweeping away the stress that we seem to that seems to block our thinking so much of our days and so I can kind of connect and understand the beauty and the simplicity that and and just walking with your clients must just give you such a a peaceful way to carry them through their transitions. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, and it's very supportive also because it's it, it, I don't know. Nature has a very nurturing aspect to it. Yes, and especially when people need to talk about difficult things, I find yes. that uh, it's almost like nature holds a container for that. And uh-huh. the other part is that, you know, like sometimes the conversation could get uh, a bit too sensitive, you know, too vulnerable mm-hmm. for people. So mm-hmm. what I do is I just shift their attention back to nature and that mm-hmm. harmonizes them and it kind of soothes them and calms them down. So it's, it's kind of like it helps me to facilitate their experience in, in the most comforting and comfortable way, you know? Yeah. So I'm curious how you moved from uh, uh, well-being training, coaching, that that type of training, to doing, and I, I am assuming you do one-on-one coaching or group coaching? I do both. You do both. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Was it a natural thing for you to want to move into coaching, or what really uh, called you for the for coaching? Yeah, that's actually an interesting question. You know how it happened. I so when I was a personal trainer, I thought that all people need for me is to teach them how to work out. But yes. what I realized is that what people really need—I mean, of course—they wanted me to, you know, help them. Uh, reach their fitness goals, but most often than not, people would start sharing with me very personal information, mm-hmm. and it's almost like our our sessions weren't just physical exercise. There was a lot of emotional support, a lot of uh, mindset coaching that I was doing, which yes. I haven't even I haven't even uh, prepared for it in university. So. Yeah. But after a while, what I started doing, like, I realized, you know what? I don't have enough skills. I I know how to, mm-hmm. keep, you know, like, I know how to um, teach people how to eat well, how to exercise. But I definitely needed more skills in terms of, you know, holding space for them. And so that they yes. can 
stress of their day because, you know, a lot of people don't actually have uh, enough um, people to talk to in their life. Yes. Because sometimes let's say, let's say you have some sort of uh, issue in your family and like you, a lot of people don't really have a, a way to process that. And mm-hmm. I find that, uh, so that's what I found. It, 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 like the personal training space was a space for that as well. And yeah. so I learned, uh, I took the uh, feminine power coaching certification, which uh, specifically focuses on emotional support. And I just, yeah, I just included that in, into my work because I just, I just, it was obvious to me that health uh, cannot be achieved just by working out and eating healthy. Like there needs, there needed yeah. to be much more. There needs to be a lot of uh, emotional support. And also, you know, the next part of that is that I also realized that people, like as long as we don't live in alignment with our unique destiny path, you know, like mm-hmm. our unique way of living that we came here to live. Um, yes. That also impacts health. So mm-hmm. I, I also include that in my coaching now. Like I help people to get clear on their values, uh, get clear yes. on their passions, you know, like their dreams, their vision for the future. And mm-hmm. yeah, and I help them to to, to stick to it and, and just follow that path. Right. Well, then you totally understand my enthusiasm about the value workshop that I'm going to do. Because, you know, I, I'm going to tell a little story about me. I'm kind of, uh, for for being raised in Arkansas and moving to Texas, which I was born in Texas, but um, I was exposed to a very conservative life. And yet my... Um, interest in love and design and style <clears throat> and the uh, unique art of all, from all over the world is very interesting to me. So I like to mix in and buy African art and other things to put in my home. Now in East Texas, in this small town that I live in, I'm that's kind of unique. I mean, you know, you don't usually find a lot of that. And so anyway, um, for a long time, I didn't know that one of my very important values was beauty. And to me, that is beauty. The African art, the beautiful sculptures, the bronzes, all of that is beautiful to me. And so when I realized that that unique and the little quirky, what I'd always thought was a quirky side of me, was really a value that defined mm-hmm. me even more. I um, relaxed and I started enjoying what was actually part of my life. And it was such a big release. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you actually know that this quirky value makes you distinctive. It makes you who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's more that. about accepting it, isn't it? It was, it was just an eye-opener to me. So I know you're probably as passionate about the values as ex- learning as I am because it was one of the bases for yeah. life change. Yeah, yeah I, I love your story. I love it because it's – and would you say that as you started to kind of live more in alignment with this value of beauty, like – 
did this mm-hmm. thing. Well, it's because you're saying that you know you felt calmer and just more joyful, and right. like yeah. And, and did you feel that you kind of like you had more space to breathe, kind of thing? You know, like oh, life was different. I mean, yeah. I could. I could accept me and accepting yourself is so important. I mean, I could relax. And what was so interesting is that people started liking to come to my house because it was different. And that was a reflection for me that sometimes we think people won't enjoy it, won't take it in, they'll criticize us. And actually they're so um, thrilled or enjoy the exposure but it also is a learning for them. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love what you so said. It's because really it's also, like, that's the whole part of That's the, the great part here is that I think when we live in alignment, like when we have mm-hmm. the courage to live with, in mm-hmm. alignment with our values, it actually gives yes. other courage too. Because other mm-hmm. people also have their own unique values, right? And when they yeah. see someone who is, just doing it, just just being mm-hmm. themselves, it inspires others to be themselves too. And it's just so beautiful. Mm. So your transition was uh, actually caused through the physical breakdown of your body. Was that it? Was that what happened? Yeah. Or you were depressed? Or I don't know how you describe your <laughs> burnout. Mm. But, you know, you talk about, the wonderful thing, and some I love to talk about transitions because, as you know, that's primarily what I ask my guests to share with me. Mm-hmm. And when I went through my divorce, that was a there wasn't a podcast that was many years ago, it was very early in podcasting world, and so there weren't any tools like that for women going through transition to hear the other side of transition and to realize that once you work yourself through that pain, then there's lots of wonderful things. So tell us about your transition and why you were so pulled toward putting that into your coaching practice. Mm. Yeah, I'll be happy to. Um, so, well, as I was saying earlier, um, I was working as a personal trainer and, uh, I just burnt out like, and not a little bit, like I burnt out to the point that I couldn't move. It was even thinking about lifting my arm was exhausting. I was that tired. Really? Yeah, it was, it was bad. It was like bad. Um, huh. and that yeah, was all, and- was that your mind or was that physically, the body not just rebelling. I, I mean, how would well, that? You know, well, at first I was very confused. Like I wasn't sure why it happened because mm-hmm. I thought that I knew what I was doing as a health professional, you know, with uh-huh. a, a university degree and certifications mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but then as I started researching, mm-hmm. um, I realized that uh, I had a lot of uh, unprocessed that childhood um, yes. trauma uh-huh. and which you know as I was you know untangling all of, you know that knot I what it became very clear to me is that the burnout happened because uh, because my nervous system was uh, very sensitive and yes. 
so it, it, it was basically related to, to childhood and the way I was related to the world and the way yeah. that was impacting my nervous system. And uh-huh. so what, it, what I've done throughout the years is um, I, I basically kept researching and figuring out ways to heal myself and learned just so much, so much more than I ever learned in university, um, mm-hmm. you know, about holistic health. Because, you see, in university I only learned about physical health. But yes. the program did not include anything about emotional health, spiritual mm-hmm. health, you know, mm-hmm. you know that kind of, you know. And yeah. so I learned just, you know, like my focus was to heal myself for, first and foremost. And But mm-hmm. once I started feeling better and to the point that I was like, actually was able to function again, I realized mm-hmm. that this, I'm not the only one who, who needs this. You know, I'm not the only right. one who had this yeah. experience. And so I gradually started including this in my coaching and just so that I can support others and hopefully help them prevent it because mm-hmm. it's much easier to prevent a burnout than recover from a burnout, you know? So, yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how it happened. Well, um, you know, sometimes I'm always impressed by the number of women that I interview that, that tell about they get to a point where school learning or going to a doctor, I had a guest, previous guest, she talked about periods and the confusion and difficulty about around those. And she had a lot of trouble with her period every month, and it was just life-changing. I mean, she'd faint and go, you know, it the most unusual places at school and so forth. And, and like you, she was, had come to an impasse in her life and she knew there was more, there had to be more than what was given her through education, but she had to do it. She did her own research. And I think that's awesome that you all take it so, I mean, you're just determined, I will find my answers. Mm-hmm. And so you you move it into the next stage, if you will, of really, uh, it, it's a, almost like, I will get this done. You know, yeah. I will find out what's happening to me. And I love that, that you were so strong and so compelled to move forward. So, where did you start? Where? What was the thing once you realized school hadn't done it for you, so you you just started taking courses, or what was that? Yeah, well, the way it started, actually, is that I went to my uh, family doctor. Oh, because, you see, when I burnt out, um, what uh, happened also is that I, I had to have an emergency surgery, and one of my organs was taken out. And, uh-huh. Um, and then when I, after the surgery, I went to my family doctor because he was supposed to release, you know, all the documents and all that. And yes. he basically said, because I was really scared, to be quite honest, because I didn't know yeah. what, what was going on. And so yes. I was asking, okay, well, what can I do to make sure to prevent this from happening again? Yes. And he said, uh, there's nothing you can do is going to happen again. And when I left his office, I made, it was just like, like my decision was no, 
this is not going to happen again, you know? And yes. once I made this commitment, what started happening, it's very interesting. Like, I find it happens pretty often when we sort of shift into a new way of doing things. Um, yes. Like, what started happening for me is that I started getting information from different sources that I wasn't even looking into. And so, for example, one time I, I got an email about a holistic health coaching course. And when I read the description, I was like, that sounds exactly like what I need. It sounds like, <laughs> you know, so I went there, I took the course, and then other courses started coming in. And then I started meeting practitioners who, you know, knew more in terms of uh, burnout and holistic health than I did. So I learned from them. And mm -hmm. it just started all coming together. And, yeah, like overall, over the last 12 years, i done – a lot of study, a lot of it. I yes. got a lot of, uh, I guess you can call it continuous education. I started mm -hmm. with uh, different uh, professionals. and But the way I did it is that I just followed the next step. It was like, okay, so now I learned how to manage my stress. What's next? And then I would have uh, something, you know, like come into my awareness about emotions. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I need. So study yeah. that, what's I next? And, I yeah, love and that. I love that you ask. It's like asking the universe or God or whoever is, is your spiritual support, what's next? I've done this, so what's next? And it's so interesting to see how it's, it's always provided, maybe through we become more aware or more direct. I just love that. I love that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know? And, you know, and, and, you know, now what I actually do, for, I mean, I obviously, I do help them practically in terms of, like, I share information and I just yes. help people kind of to have the quick, like, a shortcut towards healing, you know, because I, I spent 12 years on it, but you don't need to spend 12 years. You, there, there is, like, I figure out a way to do it much faster, so that's what I yeah. help people uh, do. Yeah. But the uh -huh. other thing which I think is actually the most important thing that I do is I help people tune into, into their own intuition, into their own oh, inner yes. knowing and follow mm -hmm. their own path towards healing. Because I think that each person has a different path. We have our own unique path. And if we want to be fully, you know, like if we want to thrive on all levels of our life, it's, it's a very good idea to be able to, to to connect with your inner guidance yes. and follow what it says. Yeah. Well, I, I think too many people think they they don't have those answers. They live their life thinking they don't have the answers. Mm -hmm. I, and true, we've been trained since we were two years old that we have to look outside ourselves for our answers. And what yep. an amazing thing. It's inside us if we just ask and wait and allow it to either be directed or give it to us through in our, our yeah. intuition. I love that. Mm -hmm. I really do. We are going to take a short break and we will be back with Julia. And I am so excited about more information that you are going to be listening to and learning about. So when we get through, we will be back with you shortly. So don't go away. 
Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. It's words you never heard. Got a lead foot? According to state troopers, here's what not to do when you get pulled over. Don't be a lachrymist and start crying right away. It doesn't help. But if you're under 20, crying won't be held against you. Don't ask for a break. Don't yell or start any argy-bargy. And one trooper said, if they're going to flirt with me to get out of a ticket, it would probably insult my intelligence. But unfortunately, I don't get hit on all that often. So flirting or being a gill flirt won't work. Did you know that 15% of all drivers get 76% of all traffic tickets? And the odds of winning if you challenge a traffic ticket in court are 1 in 3. So what should you do when you get pulled over for speeding? Be courteous to the officer and most of all, be honest. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to this segment of Second Win. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking with Julia Snyder, who lives in Canada, beautiful Canada. And so she has a great opportunity to walk through the forest and take her clients through virtual walks. And I would almost call them healing walks, <laughs> Julia. They're so I just know the magic that must go on when you take those walks, for sure. Mm, yeah. So anyway... I'm curious as to how you found the courage to keep stepping up, keep stepping. You know, it gets sometimes when you're finding your path, your way, it gets disappointments. You have disappointments. You have all those. Maybe you have comments from loved ones that say, oh, come on. Aren't you finished with that? And you in Yet inside you, there's this inner knowing that there's another level, another person, um, a big dream. So how did you keep hold of that dream and your courage to move forward to help people? Mm, That's a good question. Yeah. Well, so my first answer to this is actually very, um, let's say, practical, which is because when... My when that you know medical doctor that I told you about uh, before yes. told me that uh, what happened to me is going to happen again to me it was it was very scary and I did not want it to happen again so that was okay. a huge motivation to 
you know, yeah. to do my own research and make sure that I continue to research until I can make sure that it doesn't happen again, right? Because right. um, that, you know, like that was really that, that was the only uh, path I saw in front of myself. And but that part of it is that I had um, when I was. God, I'm trying to remember. I think about a year before that surgery happened, I had a very clear vision. I received a vision of what oh, I'm going to be creating. And <gasps> the, yeah, and the vision was uh, that I'm going to create a holistic health center to help people find themselves so that they can mm-hmm. live their life in alignment with who they truly are. Like it was... Yes just so clear it, it, it just dropped into my consciousness and I knew for sure that this is, was mine to create so right. um, basically both of these aspects you know both the fear that it's going to happen you know like the health breakdown is going to happen again and this inspiration of creating this center um, it just kept me going and anytime mm. I had disappointments, um, which were many, there were like obstacles, disappointments. I mean, I think it's right. pretty typical when you go through yes. this path of, yeah. um, I want to call it like self-actualization, because that's really what it was. It, it was yeah. letting go of all the old layers that were not, no longer aligned with who I am mm. and just mm. stepping into being who I needed to be in order to manifest that vision that I had. You know, right? And yeah, yeah, and and it just kept pulling me forward. And anytime I had some sort of an obstacle or something frustrating happen, yeah, I would get obviously I would get like upset about it. But after you know, I would go for a walk or I would do a meditation, and I would just realize that I don't want to live my life any other way, like. Yes. This way was what felt the best to me, and mm-hmm. I just decided that I'll just keep going no matter what. Mm-hmm. The other options are not appealing to me. You know, it's those, I call them defining moments in our lives, when they just really say, okay, you got to make a decision here. And it is, it's many times it's followed something by, it follows a very discouraging uh, results of something you've tried or a life changing as your illness did and your doctor saying, well, you're just going to have to get used to these what illnesses or surgeries or, and there's, there's a pushback that we get. It's like, it's like an inner knowing, um, no, I'm not going to take this. And I, I've seen it repeatedly in everybody's life. And yet it's so that come on this, that speak to me on second wind. And it's just so powerful how it moves us onto a bigger calling, you know? So how would you, how would you say your life is today compared to when the doctor said, oh, you're going to have more of these surgeries? Oh my gosh. So different. (laughs) Just, oh my goodness. Just like night and day, night and day. Like I, I learned, you know, over the years, I learned to trust my intuition a hundred percent over anything Mm -hmm. else. 
Mm-hmm. And that gives me just so much freedom and just mm-hmm. so so much peace of mind because I know now that no matter what happens, I will be guided through it. And so that's one thing. And the other thing is that I uh, I just, you know, like when, uh, when uh, breakdowns happen, I actually take a very different approach than I used to. Well, yeah, my, my different approach. So, like, when I, in the past, if, if an obstacle, if something happened, I would, it took me a while to sort of uh, find my center again. But yes. now, I, any time a breakdown happens, I actually, I'm quite happy about it. I mean, of course, mm-hmm. at first, it's a little bit frustrating. Yes. But after, you know, I take a deep breath and sort of <laughs> come down, I... Mm-hmm recognize every breakdown as an opportunity to grow and move to the next level. And that's what I've been doing for years now. Anytime something happens, I just use it as a way to up-level my life. So, yeah, it's very, very different. So let's let's share with that listener out there who is having um, moments of depression or or stress, or sadness, or doubt, and she's faced with a lot of decisions. And so what would you say would be, with just generically saying, what would be the next step for her? Well, I would say, well, first of all, I would say go into nature. Just go into nature for even an hour, like, or guys, even five minutes. If you don't have an hour or half an hour, just step outside and really connect with nature and the energy of nature. And take a few deep breaths Uh and allow yourself to kind of calm down a little bit. And then Uh just ask the question, what is my next step? And actually, before you ask the question, you could sort of, if you could just connect to a vision for your life that mm. is better than what is happening mm-hmm. right now. So, for example, uh, you know, if someone is going through a divorce, for example, which is, mm-hmm. um, I, I have not gone through a divorce myself, but I, I know people who have, and I know that that's a very difficult uh, situation. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. And so, okay, so, for example, if that's the situation, then step outside connect with nature, and allow yourself to envision what would you like to experience on the other side. So just use your imagination. If nothing comes, just use your imagination and imagine what life could be like, you know, in a positive way after Mm -hmm. the entire process of divorcing is finished. And so just hold that vision for yourself. And then Mm. as you hold it, you want to take another deep inhale and then ask yourself, what is my next step? And just listen. So do your best not to think about it. It's very easy to sort of jump into our head and start trying to figure out, you know, plan things out. Right. Um, But if, if you find that that happens, just take another inhale and sort of, Follow it into your body. So sort of become more embodied. And then Mm -hmm. listen again. What is my next step? 
and just see what comes to you. When you say go out in nature, there's all sorts of scenarios out there. If this lady lives in a city, uh, would it be walking to, maybe she didn't ha- doesn't have ground, maybe she doesn't have a garden uh, or grass. How could she connect with nature? Would it be go to a park uh, or does it have to be grass or do you, yeah. can you give us some yeah. ideas? She could, she could go to a park. That, that's, you know, one way of doing it. So any patch, even if there's like no grass, if you mm-hmm. can just go out and put your, you know, like if she can go out and just put her hand on a tree somewhere, you know, like mm-hmm. typically mm-hmm. in cities, cities do have trees here and there. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah, and just put your hand on a tree and just feel the energy of the tree. And that will that will be uh, a very good start. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and if it's possible to drive out somewhere into nature, that would, of course, be ideal. But if that's not accessible, that's okay. Just Mm – and and I also encourage people to have a lot of greenery inside their house. So plants, flowers. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. and this, you know, like you can also either touch the leaf of a plant or maybe like, you know, stroke the flower of, a, of, of you know, the flower of a plant. And yeah, and sometimes when you look at nature, just looking mm-hmm. at nature already harmonizes you as well. So there's many ways to do it. Yeah. Uh, now, I I have a new program that you'll be so excited about, Julia. I know. I walk on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Haven't graduated to every day. But for me, I love the walking. Now, is that a good way to get connect with nature? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy you brought it up because, yes, the walking, so being in nature on its own is already wonderful. But if you combine mm-hmm. nature with walking, it's amazing because what happens is that, you know how you walk, you kind of like swing your arms a little bit side to side. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is called uh, uh, bilateral stimulation. And what happens is that when, um, when we do that kind of motion, it harmonizes mm-hmm. the brain, actually. Ah, yeah, and, and when the brain is harmonized, we actually get so much more access to insight. It, it just amplifies mm-hmm. it tenfold. So, ah, very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I see sometimes I see people carrying weights and using weights. Would you recommend yeah, that versus just moving the arms? Mm-hmm. That, could be well, that. that could be it too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, either one? Yeah. So... Well, I'm so proud of myself. I can't tell you how proud I'm I am. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> Just to be doing this morning, actually, I, I walk very early. I live in a neighborhood, and so I'm out my front door at six. And so it, it's still dark here this morning. And um, so, anyway, there's something about walking in the dark that, you know, is kind of nice. I, but in a safe area, please. Let's of course, not yeah. get too crazy here. But 
anyway, so I love that as the next powerful step of just grounding. Would you use the word grounding by going mm-hmm. outside and walking? Do you mm-hmm. take, um, I know you've mentioned meditation. So do you uh, do your meditation outside or do you tend to do that where, wherever, in-house or out? Yeah, I typically do it outside. I typically do it outside. Do. I, I really love being in, you know, outdoors. So, yeah, most uh-huh. of the things I do is outdoors, yeah. Yeah. We were visiting earlier, and I really want to encourage people to go to your website. So what is your website? So it's coach. Okay. And on this site, you have, you talk about your different coaching uh, processes that you use, but is that where they would find a virtual walking through the forest? Yes. So I have on my homepage, I have a whole description about the, I call it intuitive forest walk. And Uh I have, a, I have a whole description, and there's two options to engage with mm-hmm. it. It could be in person if people are local to Ontario, mm-hmm. you know, Ontario, Canada, or mm-hmm. if uh, people are not local, then I also do it on the phone. So the way it works is that the person will be the one going out into nature, and I'm mm-hmm. going to be guiding them on the phone. And it works really well, too. It, it's a different experience than Mm -hmm. us working together, but it actually works really, really well, too. Ah, so it's not a visual tape that you're walking through the forest, but listening to you. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, so they're the ones who are engaging with nature, and I am talking to them on the phone, and I'm very uh, sensitive to energy, so when people go out in nature, I can actually feel the energy. Oh! yeah, so in a way, I'm kind of working with them, but only energetically, not yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that, really. Now, you have been gracious enough to offer a complimentary gift to the listeners. So what would that be? Would you like to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, so I'm offering a complimentary breakthrough session uh, to people, and it could be done in a few ways. It could be done... If you, if the listeners want to try out a an intuitive forest walk, so mm-hmm. it could be done as an intuitive forest walk where I guide people on the phone unless they're local, mm-hmm. or uh, we could have it just in the comfort comfort of their home. So if they don't want to go out in nature, we can. I'll just, you know, we, we're going to talk about whatever is on their mind and yes. connect with a vision for a much better and brighter future uh, Mm -hmm. than connect with what might be in the way of that and then get clear on the next step. So by the end of that session, people will walk away with like a really clear next step. Do they go to your website to find where they can connect? Is that on your website, how they can connect? Yeah, so there's a few ways. So uh, I, I gave you, uh, I've given you a, a booking link, so you're welcome uh-huh. to share that with your listeners. Um, or uh, another way to do it is, so you could, uh, the listeners could email me through the website, or just email me directly. Really, it's uh, my email is uh, Julia at alive with possibility that coach. So. Mm-hmm. 
they can email me and request it uh, or contact me through the website. Or another option is um, when you go and click on the book your walk button on my website, it will actually take uh-huh. you into my booking link. And there are yes. two options there. There is an option for a complimentary breakthrough. So you can uh-huh. book that. I just think the virtual walk just sounds so interesting. <laughs> out, of are. Many coach, out of the many coaches that I have interviewed on Second Wind, you are probably the first that has, I mean, that is really using nature in that way. Sure. So now how do you also do your, you, you do trap once when we return to travel <laughs> You also yeah. do traveling um, with your groups. Mm-hmm. So uh, where do you normally take them? What are some of the places you have gone to with groups? Well, there's uh, typically it's North America, so British Columbia, Ontario, uh, and I really like California and Arizona. Um, and in terms of California, especially Yosemite Park. So basically yes. I like to take people into very just majestic nature setting. Yes. You know, just yes. like these mountains and lakes and maybe the ocean if we can get there. And I, mm. so just like really immersing ourselves in, in this incredible, yeah. incredible experience of being in nature. Yeah. Well, I, you know, with all of this pandemic and the fires and the, I, my heart goes out to all those people that are dealing with, yeah. major fires that we, we really don't know what our parks our national parks and they are so magnificent i have a friend who's visited every one and yeah. i thought wow what a great thing to do i mean you know it's just they're national parks for a reason they are yeah. magnificent mm-hmm. so so yeah. anyway i I also work with a coach that is in Colorado, I mean, in uh, Canada. So I might just call you up when I go up there and we'll just take a walk to you. Sounds good <laughs> to me, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Sure. Oh, yeah. You also have a Facebook uh, page. And what do you do with your Facebook? Can they, I mean, you call it the wellness being sisterhood, which I love. Uh, but what do you do on, on your Facebook? Do you have a, a regular group that gets together or how do you use that? Well, no, Facebook is really just to uh, bring awareness to people that the service yeah. is available. So I don't really do, uh, when I do groups, I do it on Zoom. I, I don't really do groups on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know actually, we're... sorry, let me clarify. I do Zoom <laughs> in terms of meeting, you know, meeting uh-huh. and talking, uh, and then I create groups on Facebook specifically for for to complement the Zoom meeting. So it's, um, yes. yeah. So how has your life been since we've been in pandemics and all of this um horrible things we've been going through, stressful things. Has your Zoom life increased? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So Zoom, (laughs) I definitely have been doing more uh, Uh Zoom meetings. But I also, you know, I mean, we had closures here nature-wise for two months. 
that was yeah. so hard. It was just so hard. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but luckily, they opened up again. So, I, you know, my... My life is different, definitely. It's, it's uh, you know, adjusting to all the uh, policies and all of that. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, it's different, but it's it's uh, it's still good. It's still a good life. Yeah, you know, I, I'm able yeah. to go into nature, and I have to say that COVID was really good to me because somehow it really helped me focus even more. Yes. Yes. And I've been really productive over the last six months. I, I created so much. Just yeah, yeah. I think um, it it's a really good way for us to realize that by experiencing the pandemic, we all had to stop. We all had to get outside of our norm, um, so that and be creative. And at yeah. first, most of us were stunned. You know, I don't have a living now. So how does this work? And so if you really look at it, you have to say there are good things that have come out of this period. Yeah. As strange and uncomfortable as it has been, um, it still brought forth some good things. Um, I think the business world is much more attuned to doing Zoom meetings than uh, getting in your car and driving, which also mm-hmm. helps our oil problem, <laughs> mm-hmm. our mm-hmm. gas problem, you know. Yeah. So um, I think we have to look at it, like you said, as a there were definitely good things that came out of where we are. And it's not yeah. over. But um yeah. Anyway, there's lots yeah. of good and, things. And I wanted also to say that, you know, I, I'm noticing that people are starting to bend together more. You know, there's more sense of a community, in, yes. at least where I live. And uh-huh. I'm sure it's, it's everywhere, right? And then, mm-hmm. um, I mean, now in Canada, things are sort of almost back to normal. So there is a lot of traffic on the roads. But in the first few months, I remember when I was driving... I don't remember where I was driving, but I think I just wanted to uh-huh. drive through nature just to get like a little bit of, of a hit, I guess. And I <laughs> yes. saw a fox. I, I have uh-huh. not seen a fox for 25 years. Oh, I know. Yeah. And so it's like, nature. I think it was very helpful. It was very helpful mm-hmm. for nature to, you know, to not have so many people, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I have to say that this has been a very enjoyable interview, Julia. Um, I love what you do. I love how you combined health and nature together because they are indeed so powerful. And though, although Mother Nature is getting a real hard hit out in California and Colorado, I was in Santa Fe, New Mexico two weeks ago and even they were experiencing a fire, but um, wow. uh, the fires have a way of bringing back renewal. So yeah. anyway, but I do thank you so much for your generosity. I encourage you for your work. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so needed, and I love the nature part of your work. Mm. Thank you so much, it. Joyce. It, it was yeah. so lovely to talk to you. I really enjoyed our conversation. Good, good. Well, 
all of you need to go to our website. I really encourage you to go to our website, which is www.alivewithpossibility.coach because you will see a gorgeous walk through the forest there, which is really wonderful. I enjoyed just experiencing it. Now, I do want to encourage you to come to the virtual happy hour that is coming up on the 16th and uh, September 16th. And to get there, just let me know that you're coming. Now, again, the purpose is so that you can become aware of any questions that you might have. You might experience me. It's open to questions. And those people that do show up, it's free. It's just a real good happy session um, so that we can chat and visit with other women that are in transition as well. So I ask, hope you'll be there. Go to Joyce Buford Empowers slash happy hour and you can sign in, get my freebie for you, and we'll look forward to seeing you there. If that's not going to happen, then I really look forward to you being back with us next week, which I know will be an exciting time full of new learnings. Joyce Buford returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com.